Mulder, look, Colton plays by the book and you don't. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky. It's still real to me, damn it! I usually have this shit set up like fucking Iron Man at work. Like I've got my three monitors. So I'm like always screen sharing something to someone and then working off of this one. I know I do feel kind of like, I don't know what I feel like. Actually, I feel brain dead because did you read that medium article that was a, like mostly outlined this whole thing? Cause it was fucking. Um, yeah, so I read half of it, and then I decided that I couldn't take that much psychic damage today. Because, like, okay, here's the thing. Also, I'm so sorry. I need to put these away. People don't want to hear me eating these, but they're so I know. Good. I'm going to be eating, too, because these... They're so good. I'm just going to put them away. Um, here we are. Hours in. Also, um, this is so hard to try to do it regular style, because we're recording remotely while looking at each other through... Um, mm-hmm. computer cameras, but um, hey, what's up? My name's Noel, and I am the mosquito that I currently see on my wall that I desperately want to kill, but I can't. Oh, and I'm Chelsea. I am the eagle's butthole. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Um, here we are. Um, we took a nice little break unintentionally, also intentionally. I was like two seconds from a mental breakdown. So I let the last thing I needed to do was come on here and talk about aliens and shit. Like I just couldn't, or like the apocalypse, you know, I had gone four days without refilling my Lexapro prescription and was seeing shit. And I was like, we should not do this. Um, but it's good. We all good. We're back. <laughs> We're snapped into yeah. it. Well, plus this was like impossible to research. I think we're like what three weeks in now to looking up all this stuff and like, yeah. Literally five pages, single space typed of research. Yeah. And, um, it's mostly Bible stuff, which is like, yeah, so kind of hard to read. That's why I like, that's why it was really hard. And like, when you read the summaries that people do create of the Ezra's Eagle, it's all still heavily referencing direct Bible verses. Mm-hmm. And those are hard to decipher, especially if you're someone like me who has no on like understanding of Christianity whatsoever. It's all gobbledygook to me. Like it's just so, I don't know. It was tough. I like genuinely couldn't do it. It was just energy vampiring me was trying to understand that, but it is interesting. Like, especially right now because we are hours within, we're barely to the end of the first day. Cause he tweeted it out close to midnight last night that, mm-hmm. um, he Trump and, um, Melania had tested positive for COVID. And if there's one thing, like the after I initially had like a rush of joy, um, and then the corresponding, this has to be fake, mm-hmm. my brain did touch on the like, if he dies, this is following this is following the prophecy to Ezra's Eagles exactly to a T. Like up until right now, everything has been predicted. Yeah. And that's what's like, eagle I'm feathers. in the same mode. Because I'm like, oh, I hope he dies. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, shit. 
yeah, if he dies, like, we're going to attempt to unpack this more. But, like, the TLDR is, like, if Trump does die from COVID, that is the prophecy coming true. And we are eight presidents away from the um, end times. Yeah. Yep. So, and then eight, eight presidents away who will never finish their terms, term or terms. Yeah. So we could be looking at anywhere from 68 years to 10 to 15. Yeah. So it's really exciting stuff, honestly. Um, when when uh, Trump announced that he had tested positive for COVID and we were texting each other, like the first thing I said was like, if he dies, the prophecy is real. <laughs> yeah and then you were like that means the world's ending and i was just like good <laughs> like, well i want puffin to live a full happy life and then i'm fine with everything ending. he'll but he will for sure are you kidding me you know like eight yeah. eight to ten years minimum you know all of our dogs will be gone i don't Thank- know i think he's got another eight to ten years in him he's only two and he's a little dog I don't know. I feel like that's always the median age. Yeah. It's like around 12 to 14. Yeah. I mean, I'm funny what he'll be. when he goes anyway, so it's good. That's good. <laughs> I like oh. the eyes looking up at your, clearly Oliver in the room catching you say that. Um, well, plus he's like digging for his Lego, so it's like a... I'm like... Mm. I, I appreciate that. You know what? Sometimes I feel like... The way shit's been going, might as well. Might as well. I, I've seen videos. Like, I don't know if you got to the chance to listen to Melania's f- secretly recorded phone call about... No. Oh, boy. Only, I, is this when she's shit-talking his kids? She's shit-talking not his kids. She's shit-talking the children who have been ripped away from their parents in ICE internment camps. And she's telling this girl, I think she's like an aide or something. She didn't know she was being recorded, obviously. She's just like, and I have to do the, she's like, I have to do the Christmas shit. Who gives a fuck about the Christmas shit, right? But I have to do it right. And the lady's like, yeah, you do. Yeah. And she's like, and I'm so stressed with this Christmas shit that nobody cares about. And then these people come up to me and they're like, and, or, and she's like, and I'm doing it for the kids. And then these people come up to me and are like, well, what about the kids? in the internment camps who've been ripped away from their parents. And she's like, give me a break. And I'm like, and then she goes on to talk about, she goes on to talk about how it's not that bad, how they, when these children show up alone in these internment camps, they say, wow, look, my own bed. Wow. I get my own cupboard to put my stuff. And she's like, you know, these children may have not had that before. And that's really cool. And, Oh, I mean, yeah, they don't have their parents, but it is the most infuriating shit. They get a cubby. Yeah, they get a cubby and a cot. If you listen to that and, you know, interviews of the same vein, you'll be like, there's no presidential election that can save us. The only thing that can save us is a giant meteor fucking crashing into this bitch and wiping us all out. We deserve it. Yeah. You know? I mean, she wore that shirt that said, I really don't care, do you, or whatever. Yeah, I remember she that. made it. She made it official. Then. I know. I know. I genuinely like that shirt, too. When Melania first, like, entered the White House, I was like, don't shit on Melania. 
she got married for a green card and money and now she's sucked into it. And then everything yeah. I hear about it, I'm like, nah, fuck Melania. Yeah. She like, I agree. Like originally I was like, you know, that get that bread, get that head yeah. and leave peace out. And yeah. I thought that's what Melania was going to be for us, but it turns out she's just another fucking coke headed bimbo bitch from the Ukraine or wherever the fuck she is. From. Yeah. She's like, she should have been on 90 day fiance. That's yeah. a reality show that we should have seen Trump on. I know. I agree. Not the reality show that is the United States presidency. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I guess now now that we've kind of got that out of our system, and also, who, how do you feel about the Trump COVID thing? Do you think that he, because I think there are a few things, right? He either, A, really does have it, which is great and mm-hmm. fun, Especially mm-hmm. now that he's been fucking helicoptered to a hospital, like mm-hmm. as of tonight, which is really great because, you know, he's the most healthiest man like on earth. Like how could he get the sickness that he doesn't even believe in or yeah, all the help, the best help. Yeah. He's got his, what, what's another key Trump phrase? Like uh, what does he say? Grab him oh. by the pussy. <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, that one, but like, the words he repeats to emphasize huge. like huge. huge. I, I have huge health. <laughs> um, I have huge health. I have all the so health. He either has COVID for real and is, you know, that motherfucker sleeps with a sleep apnea machine. COVID's yeah. coming for him in the night. Um, or this is just his cabinet throwing everything at the wall and being like, motherfucker, we cannot have you debate one we're fucked if you debate one more time like what can we do what can we do to make sure the debates don't happen oh perfect say he has fucking covid lock that bitch down yeah i think it's i think if trump has covid it's probably like he can't smell very well and he's probably fine i think that it is a hail mary to get people last minute people on the fritz to be like no covid's not a big deal Look, at, I'm an old ass man with no health, and I was able to fucking beat it. Yeah, but he's been moved to Walter Reed Hospital. But yeah, he's been moved to Walter Reed Hospital, and they're saying that he's like getting treatments that haven't even been tested. He's just like saying yes, 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 which makes you think maybe he is a little concerned. It did, um, but so I also think there's a there's not only. How can I explain this? That doesn't sound like crazy manic shit. Um, there's no version of Trump faking it that doesn't end well for him, right? Yeah. Because he either fakes it and gets off of the campaign trail and gets off of debating. He fakes it and gets to come back and tell his supporter base, I fucking told you that shit ain't a big deal, you know? Or, like, he fakes it, and by doing so, he garnishes sympathy from people who are flip-flopping. Like, there's just no version of him faking it that doesn't end with him, like, in the positive, you know? I don't know. That sounds kind of positive, where he could, like, either garner sympathy, Mm -hmm. be like, COVID's not a big deal. Yeah. Be like, Biden's picking on me, and I'm sick. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no version of him faking it that a conclusion isn't in his favor. Yeah. Like, because if you're to say, if you're to bring up a conspiracy, which that technically would be, 
you always have to ask yourself, nice wine jug. Um, you have to ask yourself, why are they doing that? Like, why would they need to? What's the point? Like, like when we talk about the moon landing being fake, it's one of the conspiracies that I genuinely a little tiny bit, kind of a lot, maybe you don't know, believe in. Because uh-huh. when you ask yourself, well, why would they? What's the point? You're, go, you're like, well, here, take a seat. Let me show you my PowerPoint presentation about um, the space race in the Cold War. And let's fucking, I will show you. Have you seen 2001? Stanley Kubrick marked on some FBI documents. Come on, come with me, dog. Like there's, you have, I don't want to say proof, but proof. And there's some other conspiracies that have almost absolutely no base in reality whatsoever. Other than the fact that like a crackhead with a sign that says the end times are near said it once. And now we believe it. Yeah. But I I mean, but we also, maybe they're right at this point. Um, but Trump faking COVID there's no version of that where he doesn't come out on top. So that's the conspiracy. That's the reason this is why he would do it. And he's already coming out on top because we're not talking about how massacred he got during the debate or how much of an asshole he looked like. Yeah. We're not talking about how he only paid $700 or whatever in fucking taxes. And we're not talking about how professional and disgraceful he is. We're like, Oh shit. Trump has COVID. Also, I'm trying to kill this fucking bug. It's cool. I mean, Bitch. Oh, he got away. Fucker. I'm going to wait. I'm going to be here waiting for his ass. <laughs> you got to play off on that shit like a cat. I'm going to fucking get him. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, what do you think? You got me with a mouthful of chicken nugget. No, I agree. I think any this is a fucking brilliant tactic. Um, because even for like a half second, I was like, oh yeah, fuck Trump. I hope he dies of COVID. Yeah. And I felt kind of shitty about thinking that. You shouldn't. Um, Why would you? For like half a second, you know? And I was like, oh, sympathy. Fuck him. (laughs) It worked. Yeah. And uh, that's like the centrist in you. The centrist in you is like, we may disagree on things, but I hope that Trump and the first lady recover quickly. Like, no, fuck them. Are you kidding me? Like, no way. I mean, I recovered from that sentiment fairly quickly. But also a small part of me that's scared of the fucking prophecy now, man. I feel that. I mean, but also, like, I don't know. I also want to say that the Ezra's Eagles was brought to me by um, a, a co-worker uh, not even a co-worker, he's a superior. Like, um, someone who works in the higher-ups of my company, and he was like, hey, I know you're into conspiracies. I've been personally reading into this one, and I'm not gonna lie, freaks me out a bit, man. <laughs> and that's why we're here. Like, literally, and then immediately I texted you, and I was like, let's look into it, and it's tough to read because it's all based in literal Bible translations, and um, but the TLDR is that everything has been true up until now, and what just happened last night is kind of falling in line. The TLDR is five fucking pages long and three weeks of research. Yeah, that's so good. let's so get into it. Let me, let me go grab chapstick and a beer, and we will start in two seconds. Okay. How good I look at that Dude, don't even talk about angles right now. I'm sitting in my bed with my laptop on my knees, just full. 
thumb ended up. Get out of here. This is so much worse. Well, that's because I'm used to doing Zoom meetings and I lean my head forward like there's a string being pulled from my nose. Yeah, but I got these new glasses, though. They are very cute. Thank you. All right, you ready to dive in? Let's dive in. Dig first. So, what if I told you that? Oh, wait, I forgot to tell you that when I tried to click the original document you sent me, me, my uh, Gmail sent a warning. It was like, oh, this is okay, like, full of horns. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what if I told you that 2,600 years ago, an old Testament prophet named Ezra claimed that quote, an enemy will come from within, not from without end quote, in terms of destroying Donald Trump. Okay. So wait a second. Um, they don't specifically say Donald Trump in the... Sorry, I'm really feeling my face right now. It's good. They don't specifically say Donald Trump. They say... They, they like eat feathers, right? Yeah. Okay, so... But I mean, like, it also in terms of if someone was like, oh, a president will be assassinated or will die early, it'd be like, yeah, no shit. It's happened multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I would argue that everybody wants Trump dead, even as... Yeah. Um, yeah. But with only two presidents being taken out via assassination, um, it seems like kind of like a swing and a miss, but also it would be one of those things where like, yeah, no shit, like a president's going to die early, but how does it fit into a conspiracy from 2,600 years ago? Yeah, that's the thing that like I think people were initially getting hung up on is that they're like only two like presidents have been assassinated like successfully like mm-hmm. what the fuck y'all talking about? But it's not necessarily assassination. It's that something's going to happen to them where they don't yeah. finish their terms. Right. And so this is where QAnon really kind of started to rev up because one thing that was kind of wild with QAnon is how much it tied into like religious beliefs and anti-vaccinations and things like that because they feel like they are literally tying in to fulfilling biblical prophecy. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause it says like, you'll get the mark of the beast, which they believe are vaccines. Yeah. Um, and then also this book, the book of Ezra, which most people probably haven't heard of. I didn't hear of it either. Um, was in the Bible, but was removed like mm-hmm. one century ago, like fairly recently. Um, yeah. So, who we're going to get into it. Um, so, like, I guess the whole thing about, um, I also want to like preface fucking QAnon here. We'll have to do a deep dive into QAnon eventually because QAnon is like Scientology, the Scientology of conspiracies. Like, mm-hmm you start off and you're like, this is kind of silly. This is kind of fun. Like, oh, what? These guys are crazy. But then the deeper you get, just like, you know, when you're in Scientology, you get past OT8 and all of a sudden you find out that there are thetan alien slave spirits inside of us. And we're always trying to run and remove them from our mortal bodies so we can escape, um, I forget the God's name, the evil fucking alien dictator but Thanos, it doesn't matter Thanos. <laughs> um, same thing with like QAnon 
at mm-hmm. a surface level, it's kind of silly, kind of fun. We can all like get on a Reddit thread and laugh. And then mm-hmm. the deeper you get into it, the more you realize it's just crazy evangelical anti-Semitic insanity. Yeah. So QAnon is just essentially the notion that there's a shadow government controlling everything. And since Trump isn't tied in with politics, he's essentially the Messiah mm-hmm. who is going to save America. Yeah. Um, and QAnon, yeah, it's exactly like you said. On the surface, it's fun. Like, I totally believe in shadow government. I totally believe in, like, like it's fun to be, like, the lizard elite or controlling us. But the thing that makes QAnon scary is you wrapped it up perfectly is it's anti-Semitic. It's like some religious conspiracy where they're anti-science mm-hmm. and, frankly, terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, like, a area of evangelical Christianity where you you don't just dip your toes you fully swan dive the fuck into completely denying science and reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where like QAnon falls in. Like that's what makes reading about this so like so difficult because it's not just crazy Christian babble. It's crazy Christian evangelical babble, which is even harder to comprehend and is fully wrapped and cuddled by racism and xenophobia. Yeah, honestly, the scariest people are like born again Christian evangelicals. Yeah, absolutely. We should fear them in all our churches. Yeah. yeah. Um, so where I pulled 99.9% of what we're going to talk about is from a Twitter user. Don't turn off the podcast yet. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. A Twitter user called Last Days Anon. So also, a shout out back to QAnon. Q was the user, like on an anonymous Reddit forum, talking about yeah. how he was like in the. He's someone in the White House, and he's telling us for realsies that these are the things happening. That's just a little TLDR of like what QAnon even means and stands for. So yeah. having this be his his name is same fucking thing. Like it sounds silly, but that's the same fucking basis in which they like gave a blue check mark to QAnon so plus also like how freaky is it that like the chaos magic behind everyone manifesting all this energy behind a name and a movement is literally affecting our politics now oh a thousand percent like people fucking willed this shit into existence like there's a term for it when you can physically manifest something by willing it tulpa yeah yep a tulpa um so this last day's anon on Twitter posted a thread in August of 2019 saying, quote, many anons have made false conclusions and predictions based on misunderstanding the prophecies of Daniel, John, and other last day's prophecies. I'm going to clear up the misconceptions here. Good. We've been waiting. Uh, right? Z-snap. Um, so first and foremost, he claims that Jesus Christ is Savior of the world and he will come again in glory to redeem the righteous and destroy the wicked. We live in the last days before his um, coming again, and no one knows the hour or day despite many predictions out there. Um, this is in the Bible all over the place, and um, this is how heavily the religion ties in with like QAnon. So the fact that I, driving to my dad's house, I see hashtag save the children, which is part of QAnon, like mm-hmm. does not surprise me anymore. I'm like, yeah. oh, the internet is coming to attack us all. So yeah. um, apologies in advance. This is going to be a very 
religious um, oriented episode, but like you literally can't fucking do Ezra's Eagles mm-hmm. without literally quoting this biblical book. So, yeah. um, oh, so many biblical prophets have essentially claimed the same or if not similar vision of the last days. I mean, revelation is full of crazy shit where mm-hmm. it's like wheels of eyeballs coming out of the heavens. Mm-hmm. Um, but this last days anon claims they have studied and understood it. So, um, basically they break it down that when you talk about the beast in the Bible, which everyone's heard about, like the beast and his number mm-hmm. is six, six, mm-hmm. that those numbers aren't necessarily a person, um, but they are global empires and yeah, yeah. they will give us the best indicator of an actual timeline and so when you look at the Ezra's Eagles things, thinking of the beasts as empires and not like people like the Antichrist, mm-hmm, um, yeah. we fit into the current timeline now. So yeah. Yeah. the the picked apart pieces that I get from the Mark of the Beast and the Ezra's Eagles is is kind of like I I guess the pivot, the pivot from the beast isn't necessarily like you were saying, it's not an antichrist. Mm-hmm. It's an it's a single world government. Because what is a world government? A world government to function in a true sense would have to erase Christianity as the main pillars in which the government is founded. And what's the most unchristian thing that would symbolize like a fucking second coming is the forcible removal of Christianity, which would be a universal world, world government. So they lean that and then the mark of the beast thing, right? Like everyone will be given the mark of the beast. The mark is a literal vaccination. So that's where they also kind of pull in COVID as well, because they're like, yeah. we have a universal pandemic. So again, we're, we're no longer us, like the little us, it's us as in the world. Yep. Which is forcing us all to work together, even though like that's not really going well. But, um, <laughs> Like it's this, it's this thing that's attacked everyone across the globe and we all see it happening. We all agree that it's happening. And so it's the perfect time for that universal world government to come in and forcibly mandate a vaccine for it to be given to every single world citizen, which is for like these evangelical doomsdayers, like the ones who believe in the Ezra's Eagles is a literal mark of the beast. It's a literal mark in your skin in the form of a vaccination given to you by the beast of the single world government that has erased Christianity. Yeah. And isn't it funny how the mark of the beast always changes? Like it went from one thing from being the antichrist to being fucking credit cards to being cell phones, and now it's vaccinations. Um, yeah, I bet like when electricity started hitting hitting the uh, mainstream, people were like, I don't want that fucking Mark of the Beast shit in my living room. Right, yeah, uh, probably. I believe it. That's why they did our boy Tesla so dirty. I know it. Um, so the first beast is seen by the prophets, is described in the shape of a lion, has eagle wings, Good. It, uh, feathers are plucked out, and its heart has been removed, replaced with a man's heart. Um, so what does this mean? Um, essentially, it means that the first beast spoken, spoken of by these prophets would represent the empire of Great Britain. 
um, aka the Lion Empire once covered the globe. You hear that the sun never sets on the British Empire. And then the wings being plucked out would be the American colonies and World War One, World War Two, and then the heart being removed is when Britain loses its power. Yeah, and then the wings, like uh, eagle wings, American eagle, it all yeah. symbolism upon symbolism. Right, and then um, the second beast, according to the prophets, is described as looking like a bear. That uh, it's it raised itself, unlike the lion, which was like raised properly and devours man's flesh. So this is described. This is thought to be the USSR. Um, so after the first beast fell, aka Britain, after World War II, the second one arose, and that. The reason why this symbolizes Russia is because that's when we kind of entered into the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And then the third beast of, was described as looking like a leopard or a panther, has four wings, four heads, and dominion was given to it. So this one is thought to be that after the USSR fell, when the, um, like when the wall came down, the next global kingdom to rise up was the European Union. And this is exactly where in 2019 kind of like where the prophecy hits Mm -hmm. and so we're between the third and fourth beasts according to this prophecy so the symbol for germany which was the head of the european union was the leopard slash panther and then the four beasts are um the centers of the european governance which would be brussels strasbourg luxembourg city and frankfurt so and it's Essentially, it's like when, not if, the European Union, European Union falls, that the fourth and final beast will come to rise. Mm-hmm. And so the fourth beast, described by Ezra, is that it begins as an eagle, cough, cough, America, mm-hmm. and then it morphs into a beast with seven heads, crowns, and ten horns, which would be countries, with the body of a leopard, feet of a bear, and mouth of a lion. So this what is What a fucking... Like, hard yeah. life that animal has also right and plus it's like uh um uh, it's combining all of the previous empires into one it takes like one of each mm-hmm. and then um since it's that amalgamation of like the previous empires that means that um it is empires and not people which is kind of like what we get back into like the end beast not being one specific person, but an empire because mm-hmm. obviously we're not having like a fucking Frankenstein eagle monster walk running around. Yeah. Um, so essentially what happens is after the European European Union, why am I having such a hard time saying that? European after, Union. Uh, European Union. After the EU falls, the fourth beast will be America and it will essentially be led by the new world order which is the heart's desire of the deep state and globalist cabal, and it'll be comprised of the United States, the former European Union, Britain, and Russia. And its leader will be Satan. Hell yeah, finally. Good to see my guy back. Yeah, so let's kind of get into, like, who Ezra is, because I wasn't very familiar with him. Um, So technically it's the book of Esdras, so E-S-D-R-A-S, but we're just going to call it Ezra because we're stupid Americans. Yes. Um, He was a Jewish prophet and scribe, and his books were included in the Bible at one time, like we said, Mm -hmm. but the Catholic Church removed it in 1885. Yeah, they do. They were were removed from non-Catholic. 
Bible. So if you go to a Catholic church and you steal a Bible, it, the book of Ezra will be in there, but only yeah. a Catholic church. The, the Catholic Bibles like to keep all of the hocus pocus shit in there. I the think fun stuff. Yeah, the real fun stuff. Catholicism is just a bad day away from straight up Haitian voodoo. Never fucking forget that. Like, yeah, like read um, the Book of Enoch. That's the one that talks about all the giants and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that shit is fucking. That's that good, good. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're gonna talk about uh, man in the sky who's all knowing, all seeing, with all this power, might as well have some fun with it. Might as well write a few fantasy novels, too. Bruh, like, I want to talk about snakes and apples and fucking giants mm-hmm. and, like, weird yeah. eagles with a thousand eyes on their dick. I want <laughs> Yeah, and how aliens aren't these, like, ethereal, beautiful, delicate beings in, like, fucking Gucci dresses. They're these demonic eye monsters. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking, I like that. Like, I want if, Indiana Jones shit where if I look, my eyeballs burn out of my skin. Yeah. And that's truly what Catholicism gives us. And you know, if you, if you know true Catholics, like true heart of heart Catholics, they're the type of people who are like, oh, are you menstruating? You're going to need to keep your shoes on in this house. Oh, like, yeah. Oh. And if you're only linens, bitch, yep. you can't mix that shit. Yep. And like, oh, have you been having bad dreams? And then all of a sudden someone's grandma is outside and in the front yard filling a bag bags of Ziplocs with like holy water and pennies tying them to the fucking trees. Like yeah. that's true Catholicism. So yeah. never fucking well, forget shit. that. Yeah. All you fake ass Catholics out there. Fake. Fake. I want my bag of dead bats. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. I assume that's part of it. If so. we can say. Yeah. So the book of Ezra was one of the like fancy pants books that was found with the Dead Sea Scrolls. And he was a friend of Daniel and King Nebuchadnezzar, which is fun because King Nebuchadnezzar did have dreams that I learned about in church that talked about the end of the world. Um, And that was also like empires. It was like the whole statue with the feet made of bronze and then like the clay is anyway. So in Ezra, we are going to be talking so many biblical uh, quotes here. So just bear with me. Yeah, hang on. I tried to pick out the most useful ones. Mm. Um, So here we go. So this is the the part of the bread and butter of it. So in Ezra, 2 Ezra, chapter 11, verses 1 through 6, it says, Then I saw a dream, and behold, there came up from the sea an eagle, which had 12 feathered wings and three heads. And I saw she spread her wings all over the earth, and the winds of the air blew on her and were gathered together. And I beheld out of her feathers there grew other contrary feathers, and they became little feathers and small. But her heads were at rest. The head in the midst was greater than the other, yet it rested with the residue. Moreover, I beheld the eagle flew with her feathers and reigned upon earth and over them that dwelt therein. And I saw all things under heaven were subject unto her and no man spoke against her. No, not one creature upon earth. Ah, yes, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So when I first read that, like before I got further into the article, I'm like, I don't fucking get what that has to do with Trump. Um, Mm -hmm. So we will dissect it. So first, the eagle means America, obviously. Yeah. And um, the fact that it came out of water, which was, was like super interesting to me because like coming from water would denote evolution, um, which 
mo I would I dare say most Christian denominations don't think it's real. Mm-hmm. But okay, so apparently coming from water means that it would be a human. Um, and then the eagle has three sleeping heads. So um, according to this Medium article with, that um, the last days and not went on to write after their Twitter prophecy, mm-hmm. um, claims that sleeping actually means secret. So a sleeping the sleeping heads doesn't mean that they're like asleep at the will, but that they're um, subservient and secret government. So things like the cabal or like the lizard people or the Illuminati mm-hmm. or what have you, that's what the sleeping heads, um, denotes. And then, so, and then the 12 wings, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but he does go on to mention, and I'm going to super summarize this, that there are on those wings, there are eight short feathers and they kind of break it up like all of the wings between the left wing and the right wing of the eagle and talks about kings and things like that and how the kings will reign and how the reign could be cut short um so what this means is that eight short feathers means eight presidents who did not complete their full term mm-hmm. so within the 14 feathers there are two short ones so this would mean nixon and kennedy um, both Lincoln and Kennedy. No, no, no. It's Nixon and Kennedy because okay. it's one of the last 14 presidents. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. too. I had to look it up. It's yeah, it's not. Okay. No, it's that not, makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's not all presidents. It's, it's not all us. It's not assassinations. It's like yeah. Nixon was forcibly removed. Mm-hmm. That's why it gets kind of funky. Um, that's why like Trump not finishing office could mean anything. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, Nixon and Kennedy are the two short feathers because Nixon famously less, left office and Kennedy more famously got shot in the head. More famously. <laughs> more famously. Um, so Trump is another short feather. So what that means is, according to the prophecy, is that he will leave office before his terms are up. So we're super close to November happening. So if he dies from COVID, that means that, you know, he leaves his term shortly and it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then it also talks about, a or also the, the caveat to that, because like we kind of touched on it before, it doesn't specify if it's term or terms, the short yeah. feather just means that they're going to be removed by something yeah. during that. So the thing about the whole Trump thing is that if he dies of COVID before the election, then that counts. If he gets reelected, but then is removed in his next term, that also counts. Yeah, so we can be in for it was like we're fucked either way, right? Yeah. Um so and then it also talks about a feather which rules for a long time. And so in theory this would be FDR. Um because he actually died in his fourth term and it wasn't until the 22nd amendment that we limited presidents to only two. Mm-hmm. And the reason why this is important is cuz we're trying to establish a timeline with Ezra's prophecy. Mhm. So we're matching the fucking feathers up to presidents. Yeah. So when you look at the 14 feathers, we are covering Hoover to Obama. Mm -hmm. And these are all of the feathers on the left side. Uh, So the reason why Hoover is important is because he was a member of the Council of Foreign Relations. Um, Because during his presidency, essentially the economy collapsed. And thus the federal government became stronger because it became bigger during this point. 
And so the CFR are members of the deep state and represent the sleeping head of Ezra's prophecy. And Ezra um, indicates that Hoover is the first president to ever be part of this like sleeping cabal. Mm-hmm. Um, so the globalist agenda, therefore, when you get big governments like that would be Satan's agenda because that's the only way he can build his kingdom on earth. Yeah. So that's why like Christians are scared of it. Uh, and it's, it's because like socialism and things like that represent what Satan would theoretically build in prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, so going on to like looking at what Trump represents because he's such a pissy shithead um, yes. and literally ruined <laughs> relationships with all other, all other countries essentially, except for fucking Russia and North Korea um, that he's anti-globalist mm-hmm. therefore anti-Satan. Exactly. Ergo, he's going to piss off these sleeping eagles, which would be the secret government. So we covered the left side of Ezra's eagle, and now we're going to pop into the right side. The fun Um, side. Yes, because in the Bible, being on the left means opposite, but being on the right means like closest to. So now we're talking what's closest to theoretically God. Um, so Trump would be the first feather on the right side of the eagle. And so, like we said, like, according to prophecy, he will either be killed, impeached or resign within the next six years or, uh, or the next four years or before November. Yep. And if that happens, that means Pence will become president and he will serve even less time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the worst case scenario is that Trump gets killed tomorrow or dies because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And then Pence has to be gone in less than three years then. Um, and it has to be less than the amount Trump served. And then whatever presidents that come in after that are going to die yeah. uh, before their whole term is up or be removed or be assassinated or resign. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically, um, we are three years mm-hmm. away from the Eagle heads and the death of America. That's the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario is that Trump dies one day before his second term ends that Pence will serve after him less time than Trump. And that will give us 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently either way we're screwed, but yeah. the scenario where I don't know, Trump living or Trump dying both sound shitty because both involve Trump. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so in the event of like either worst case scenario or best case scenario happens, it doesn't matter because that's when the middle head of the Eagle, the most dangerous one, AKA Satan takes over. And then, um, what happens here is that the world ends because the three heads of the eagle will start fucking fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what destroys us all. Yay. And so that is Ezra's prophecy um, in a nutshell. Believe it or not, we just got through like seven pages of notes. Hell yeah. So this is where QAnon comes in because QAnon is hell bent on keeping Trump alive and keeping Trump successful yeah in office yes um because they literally feel like it is their religious duty to keep him alive to prevent the end of the world yeah to QAnon, trump is the sword of god protecting us from end times so yeah and it's also really funny and ties into this accidentally 
that even last night, as the announcement goes out that Trump has COVID, the top trending tweets were people obviously trolling, but like replying to him in Aramaic, like these long poet, like these like I I curse you and your family. Did you not see that? No, I don't ever Twitter. I tried to Twitter um, during Girl, the paper. You're day. missing out. I put some of them on Facebook for fucking Let me look. people like you who are unhinged. <laughs> but well, I got a job, so I am like literally like in the nine to five bullshit now. So here's an example. This is for Chelsea. Everyone else, I assume, has already seen it. Okay, well, I just want you to know I can't read that because it's, it's a different language. It's Ar- yeah, it's an Aramaic, and then they reply with, like, a demonic image. Yeah, it looks like a, a bug wearing a gas it's, mask. Yeah, it's like a gas masky thing. Some of the images are, like, funny, and some of them are like this. But this example says, so the translation is, your sinful soul is beyond salvation, and you do not know peace and pain, only the coldness of emptiness. Um, and there's a bunch, they're nonstop. It was like people were doing it. And then evangelicals were replying like, I rebuke the words of Satan and God is your knight and all this crazy shit. And it was just like, bat, 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 bat. They were just going at each other. And I was like, oh my God, this is what we do. I also love that like evangelical Christians or whatever, look at like other languages, like Arabic and think that it equates Satan, even mm-hmm. though that's probably like some of the first languages that the Bible was fucking written in. Yeah. But I digress. Um, but I can see why this is scary. And Ezra is a little bit more revered in Mormon culture. So I can see why this is taking more of a foothold in Utah. Mm. Um, I personally hadn't heard of it. And much like the flat earth, episode mm-hmm. i'm like i don't think it's real well what if it is bitch i mean we're watching the cards play out baby who fucking knows we who in knows? it i guess Uh-oh. my call out is to any lds listeners i don't know why the fuck you're listening maybe or maybe like we're lds if you maybe have like porn for them maybe um if you have any information on Ezra and how that your church views it. I would love to know. Also, did you hear that beautiful clip from fucking general conference today? You know, I didn't. Um, well, this is why you need to be better at the internet because, um, there are a lot of locals pulling up this clip. It was literally from general conference and they're like Mm -hmm. dancing to it. And, um, the TLDR is if you drink coffee, you're going to go to hell. Oh, okay. She had been married in the temple and was the mother of 10 children. She was a talented woman who taught her children how to pray, to work hard, and to love each other. She cried. She paid her tithing, and the family rode to a church together on Sunday in their wagon. Though she knew it was contrary to the word of wisdom, she developed the habit of drinking coffee and kept a coffee pot on the back of her stove. She claimed that the Lord will not keep me out of heaven for a little cup of coffee. But because of that little cup of coffee, she could not qualify for temple recommend. And neither did those of her children who drank coffee. Oh, yeah, she had 10 children. I cut that part out. She lived to a good old age. 
and she did eventually qualify to re-enter and serve in the temple. But only one of her ten children had a worthy temple marriage, and a great number of her posterity, which is now in its fifth generation, live outside of the blessings of the restored gospel she believed in, and her forefathers sacrificed so much for. That Y'all are fucking goofy. Y'all are goofy. Goofy. Yeah, that's, that's so dumb. Um, you all know what they have in heaven? Coffee, bitch. Yeah. And it is caffeinated with the tears of angels. And I just like. Butt juice. There's some parts of Christianity, like that old school shit about, you know, talking snakes and fucking boats full of animals and whatever, that I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, fairy tales. But there's some it, that's all so removed from reality for me that it literally lives in the same part of like Hansel and Gretel in my mind. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it goes like Jack and the Beanstalk, Noah's Ark, Hansel and Gretel, uh, fucking Eve, and who is the guy? Adam. Adam. I don't know. I almost said Steve. Yeah, but- I don't fucking because it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. You fucking homophobe. Steve and Adam, my two. Like it's it's like those are like the stories, and then like Goldilocks. Like that's how they they're all grim fairy tales to me. Um, they're just so in fantasy that I can't even. But then the fucking Mormons, like they pull shit that affects me, and they're like, "Fuck your coffee, fuck your caffeine." Fuck your porn, fuck bras in a weird way that's not cool. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? You guys are goofy as shit. At least like Scientologists may think that aliens are harvesting their bodies. And like Nexium may believe that you have to suck the dick of producers to be successful. That's but true. at least they drink coffee, you fucking psychos. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't. I can't even. No comprendo. What if they bless the coffee as part yeah. of their sacrament? It's true. And what do you need to do? What do you do? Also, like, not I don't mean to be that guy, but Brigham Young was a miserable alcoholic, and there's so many records of him being like oh don't drink grandpa brigham's coffee like not only was he drinking coffee but it had fucking whiskey in it that motherfucker was so fucked up but he was like the shield of joseph smith or who the fuck ever like i just can't the hypocrisy we just watched a grown woman in 2020 crying on stage to hundreds of thousands of people because someone in history drank fucking coffee didn't the Mormons, like, murder a ton of people, too? Why yes. are you crying about that? Yeah, the Mountain Meadows Massacre, baby. Yeah. The Mountain Meadows Massacre. No one likes to talk about it. No one likes to talk about it because it's tough to say how your good old boy, Brigham Young's, got multiple universities around and we should worship the ground he walks on and build statues for him because he was so yeah. fucking prolific, even though he murdered Western pioneers and natives. And then tried to blame it on natives by doing, like, essentially blackface. Yeah, and then uh, used polygamy as an excuse to just fuck more women and underage women at that. And, and children. Yeah, and you know what, shit. Karen? Fucking Karen, I'm going to call her Karen. I'm offended at your weird-ass pilgrim dresses that you wear into Joanne's fabrics when I'm trying to buy shit for my cosplays. You know what the realness is? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak from the soul right now. 
do it. I fucking hate those dresses, but if you cinched that waistline, that shit would pop off. Would pop it would be off. so 80s, right? It would be like that 80s, like, goofy yeah. dresses and whatever. And I am jealous of their braiding abilities. Um, but yeah, they can French braid like a motherfucker. But you know um, what? I will say if they cry when I drink coffee, then I can't drink enough fucking coffee. Yeah, then I'm going to start doing coffee fucking enemas while I drink I was my just going to say, didn't you do a coffee enema? You, like, tried to talk me into it. I uh, no, I want to though. I think it's good. I think it it sounds good. We do it. We should do it on air. I think we Off should. Air. There's a fucking I'm not even lying to you. There's a bitch on YouTube literally right now who's some like yoga crystal healing Himalayan salt lamp bitch and she does coffee enemas in videos but she just doesn't show like it would essentially be like here's the camera, here's her bathroom sink so you could just see her head and the fucking <laughs> funnel and like you know everything else is down you below. Like- you fucking see her chakras align as the <laughs> goes up. She just like, like vibrates into a yeah. <laughs> so like, here's the best part though. She's fucking monetized because it's considered educational. She's, she she's getting paid. She's re- you know what you wrecked. know what kills me is that you and I were talking about ASMR in fucking 2007. I don't know when it was. Yeah, and now I go to look at these ASMR scratching tapping videos, and they have monetized with millions of views i'm like oh i could have just fucking been scratching shit yeah i don't know what makes money anymore and it makes me furious we missed we missed it dude i thought it was clocking in at 7 a.m but it's not no it's not uh we definitely this must be like how all the people who didn't choose to invest in apple felt when they like met with steve jobs at a chili's like they're like fuck i should have fucking did it yeah. Should have fucking done that shit. All the women that Trump fucked and didn't get like a payday baby out of it. Like, yeah. What's the point? Yeah, honestly. Also, another fun fact that I, I read um, while we were recording. So, you know, Ann Coulter, that fucking demon yeah. cunt Skeletor bitch. Yeah. So, you know how she basically had to resign because her daughter is a fucking loudmouth liberal on TikTok? What? No. Oh yeah, that's why oh. Ann, that is like the main reason why Ann Coulter fucking had to resign because her daughter was fucking spilling the tea like it was the Boston fucking tea party. She was taking carts and throwing it in the fucking ocean. Um and literally last night her daughter um I forget her name, but it's like with something something Coulter obviously was like yeah. yeah, she was like uh Ever since Trump announced that he has COVID a few hours ago, my mom's been just hacking up a lung as she walks around. Guess what 30 minutes ago CNN just posted? Ann Coulter has or whatever. COVID. Yep. So essentially. You you can read every prophecy in the world and decipher every Dead Sea Scrolls. But if you're having like any issue of faith whatsoever, you can know that God is real because Ann Coulter's daughter is a liberal TikToker. <laughs> so I'm not saying you have to believe, but if you believe, yeah, that's how you know. That's the sign I, yeah. you're looking for. You know, I, I have been know. having some moments of questioned faith because not only did Trump get COVID, but um, Ann Coulter's daughter being a, a paid liberal TikTok influencer and the uh. reason why she was kicked out of serving any sort of form in the government is just the most powerful shit even though, you know, a lot of people are saying last night that it was the witches out here on the fucking full moon manifesting that shit to happen. Yeah, maybe. So, maybe. 
I honestly would bend the knee to it being some crystal witches because they've been talking about it for a while. You know, they've been talking about it for a while. Did you ever get that green shit you're, we were talking about last time? The Moldavite? Moldavite? I haven't yet, um, mostly because I've been spending my money on other things like late night DoorDash deliveries that have tripled in price because I'm ordering at midnight and plants. So um, if anyone yeah. out there has Moldavites they want to give to me or make in a jewelry for me, I will trade you something cool that I have, which is probably a lot. So, General plant. No, I can't do green that. For green It's green can't. for green, baby. Um, I've got a book that's green. <laughs> um, it's the Bible. <laughs> I've got some fake plants I could give away that are kind of fun. But anyway, holler. Um, and yeah, really excited for the end of the world. I think it's about time. I think we've had our run. I think that the only thing that can cleanse the earth is a full eradication of mankind. Yeah. I so. mean... I'll bend over and take it. If that's what it's got to be. I've slowly given up. And this Mm -hmm. is just the next in a long line of bullshit. Uh, I pray for Puffin's personal happiness and safety. Mm -hmm. But past that. I feel you. Honestly, when like the lava starts fucking spewing out of the sides of mountains and I'm watching cities burn, I will smile with true happiness that I haven't felt in a while knowing that the earth will rebuild without us in it and it'll be green and it'll be gorgeous and it'll be glorious and the animals will come back and thrive and the oceans will be clean and we will be gone. And Puffin will reign over them all. Yeah. Apollo and Cora is his two legs. I don't, I don't think Cora's making it through any sort of (laughs) Cora will just fling herself into the volcano. She's straight up zooted right now. Do you see that? She is passed out. No, she's, she looks dead, but I can tell that she's alive because I can see her body rattling. <laughs> her full body snores. Yeah. She she's sleeps with one eye open, so she is ready for the apocalypse. Yeah, that bitch is smart. So, well, hey, thanks so much for getting religious with me. Yeah, man. I'm so ready to talk about eagles and shit anytime. I'm glad I could leave another bit of anxiety and paranoia in your brain you're welcome yeah you've reactivated um, the religious bullshit that i've been numbing with wine over the past oh god time. we can't do that i can't also, have you fucking self-flatulating yeah. no it'd be fun um also i'm just gonna say that you had a microphone because you're a fucking professional yeah i have been leaning in and out you <laughs> know this whole time so i know my audio is gonna be like oh we can yeah we'll keep our fingers crossed that i can fucking save this shit um also i was going to say um i i'm i brought it up vaguely to chelsea and by brought it up i said hey we need to do this i want the podcast to rebrand its name i think that we should come up with something a little bit more fitting for us that feels better and looks better so um i feel like we should just do like a giant collaborative doc and share it in the discord of anything and everything people think of yeah well the boring part of my brain was like let's just be geeky freaks but then the fun <laughs> part of the brain. oh my god can you imagine that's uh, it that's the rebrand big unveiling and it's just but then part of me because i was feeling fat and this isn't a slight to you 
only because it rhymes was Jabba and the slut. And I thought that would also be good. Who's the Not slut? That I view you as a slut, but I view myself <laughs> as fucking Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best part about that name is that it could flip flop depending on the month. Like sometimes I get really bloated and I don't poop for four days and then I'm Jabba. Yeah. And then sometimes uh, I have like too much tequila on a Tuesday and I'm just ready mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. But I, I thought I also, I'll text you the other idea because no, so say it now. No, I can't. No, because once I say it, once I say it, let me text you. I thought it would be what? What? No, why I'm are you? you? Why is it? Is it inappropriate? What are you worried about? Because I think it would really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I see why you didn't read yeah, that. Yeah, and then I was like, that would be a fucking good name. But... God, that would be so funny. Ugh man the the devil is alive yeah um but anyway uh that's about it if anyone wants to be creative and collaborative help us pick out a name i kept thinking like um the creatures from the black lagoon and i was trying to rhyme words with that but that's totally me being selfish so i mean i like creature so i'm fine with it but if we made it like something else if we like replaced like rather than calling ourselves creatures we called ourselves something else the features what rhymes? I'm gonna look up creature rhyme. Creature, creature, feature, creature feature. That's always a fun um, creature feature. Bleacher, bleacher, preacher, 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 preachers from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> the reachers, the screechers, screechers from the Black Lagoon. Screechers from the Black Lagoon is actually good. I oh. don't hate it. I don't hate it either. Screechers from the Black Lagoon. Oh, and think about think about the merch opportunities here. Right? But we also, like, there's pretty good uh, words that rhyme with lagoon, so we could be the creatures from the Black Baboons. It doesn't work. <laughs> I didn't roll off the tongue. The <laughs> creatures from High Noon. Ooh, that's a little like, cowboy That's a little... That's a little universal monster cowboy. Or creatures from the new moon. We could get some Twilight. Oh, uh, we can't have that. We can't mix those fandoms. Creatures, creatures from, from the immune. Creatures from high noon is. I just literally picture <laughs> creature from the black lagoon, like two of them on cowboy like hats. cowboys, like cow, on little horses. Yeah, like tombstone. Yeah, oh, I agree. Or creatures <laughs> from the black cocoon. Creatures from the Black Cocoon is also fun. Yeah. See, there's so many things we could we could really play with words there, and I think the roller derby, the original OG roller derby, is jumping out with playing for words, like playing oh, with yeah. words and shit. Yeah, so, all it is is just googling rhymes. Yeah. Oh, write some of those down. The good ones, like okay. Black Cocoons and Screechers. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we have to do either the front or the back. We can't no, do the whole thing, so yeah. we'll have to we'll have to decide that and then we'll bring it back to facebook for a good old-fashioned vote since the election is rigged through facebook anyway yeah and we'll all die soon anyway if trump yeah so So really excited about that cool yeah have fun drinking more wine duh have fun uh eating spicy gummies oh i will i'm gonna have so much fun with it um most importantly for me hail satan you know what hail eagles who have really been misaligned in this whole episode. That's true. Eagles are cool. Yeah, eagles are dope. Adios, amigo. Bye.